At Metro by T-Mobile, there's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited time promos, free as charges, and third-party services. Nada yada yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro. This delightful program is brought to you by Squarespace. Beautiful websites for beautiful photography like CarlyDavidson.com. Oh, this website is so clean, which is interesting because animals are, I don't know, sooty, right? Anyway, it's real nice. Well, hey, guys and gals. This episode is brought to you by Tristan Walker and the wonderful people over at Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for people with coarse, curly hair, and sensitive skin. We've talked about it so many times because it's worth talking about. It's an amazing product. If your skin gets irritated or bumpy or just, you know, generally pessimistic, then I suggest you go over to getbevel.com. Use code the read to get 20% off your first month. Let them know we sent you. And let's start the show. The heartache lives on inside. And who's the one you're clinging to instead of me tonight? You better sing. And where are you now? Now that I need you. Just emotion. What a great song. I had that video was playing in my head the whole time we were. You remember that video where it was like the three of them? Absolutely. And then Deborah Wilson went on Mad TV and did a spook video where she pushed both of them. She was Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) So good. (laughs) What did she say? Who needs these other two when you've got Beyonce? (laughs) She pushed them. They've been doing Beyonce skits for years. Man. She's great, man. She is. So I'm Deborah Wilson, then. Okay, well, I'll be Blue Ivy since it's her birthday. Oh, happy birthday, happy Queen fourth Princess! Happy birthday, Blue Ivy. Child, God, man, damn. just God, right? Already. She was just born, and now she's four. That child probably already knows like division and like square roots. Like, she's far more literate than anybody in the Kardashian Jenner family. I just don't. Her passport is bigger than mine. Packed, <laughs> right? Like, all right, blue. Her Ivy. passport looks like a graphic. We're not novel. worthy. We're not. So we're back. New year, same shit. <laughs> yes, new year, new me. Um. Black excellence this week. Okay. 
I'm going to go ahead and give it to Natalie Cole and Nick Caldwell. <sighs> oh, man. We just began the year with two huge blows to R&B and soul. Right. Like, that is just, man, Natalie Cole is so young. That broke my heart. That was really sad. And then my 20-year-old, 23-year-old cousin who just graduated from college was like, who's Natalie Cole? And I was like, oh, my God, this generation gap. I can't deal. But, yes, rest in peace to the legend. Fuck. You have to go listen to Natalie Cole's duet with her. Like, if you haven't heard anything else, like... That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, how do you... you Have have you not heard, like, Unforgettable? I don't know. This generation, though, like, we're so... I feel like that, that, that song played in commercials, though, when we were kids, like, around Christmas and stuff. I remember when fucking, like, maybe you can refer kids to this Nas. I feel like Nas did a... A sample of that song oh, with Chrisette Michelle on it. Oh. And then Natalie Cole was like in the video or something. I don't know. But like, you, you know, books, yes. Wikipedia, <laughs> old Google. She's right there. public libraries, all of these things still exist. Yeah. So, you know. But rest in peace to the legend, the legends. Um, and also Netta for being awesome on the cover of Essence yes! this month and looking Netta. just... Like brown sugar. And uh, Tiana Paris and Yara, Sh- uh, don't let me fuck up that girl's name, but the oldest daughter on Blackish. Yes. All three of them are, um, they have different covers on Essence for February 2016. So congratulations, Netta. That is just so big. I'm so proud of you. I feel like I'm going to buy all of them and then just hoard them in my living room because I just buy magazines because people I like are on the cover and never <laughs> get rid of them. So For the past two years, every time I see a magazine with a black person on the cover i've bought it and so i have like a collection now of you know there's a lot of beyonce Same. i was going some there. zoe kravitz a lot of michelle obama i've got about four lupitas some serenas yes definitely lupita i, and have, I have to get this, i have to get this netta cover i don't care where i where i have to find it in this city i will find it and put you in my collection girl shout out to you <clears throat> all right so this week. What lovely news that was. <clears throat> and bitch, you guessed it! <laughs> just for nostalgia. Last one. You just, you know, you actively refused to do it for so long. Because, you know, I took a break and I figured, you know, it's the new year mm-hmm. and so you would never see it coming. And That's so true. there it is. But I won't let you do this to me this year. Oh, no. That was literally, I'm never doing it again. Okay. In fact, I feel like I need like a solid name for this yeah. segment. Yeah. So I'm going to figure that out. And you didn't want anybody to help you figure it out either. No. Like you I wanted don't. to come up with it on your own. So. It'll be fine. All right. That's cool. So, okay. <laughs> Very many interesting stories. Because we haven't been in the studio. In a minute. Yeah, like like a real show. It's been two or three weeks. So So I feel like there's a lot of shit that we could cover. But I'm just going to stay with what I've got here. Okay. And a lot of it's recent. Some of it's over the past few weeks. Let's just start with uh, Brandy. Because Brandy <laughs> apparently purchased like the rights to my spirit. And like inner being. Mm-hmm. And she decided to basically just shake it up yeah. like a snow globe okay. with these vocals mm-hmm. that she placed on the internet <laughs> within the past 24 hours, I believe. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that the Zoe Moon, Zoe, 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 Zoe Beyond, whatever, okay, premiered. that show mm-hmm. came on BT. And Did you watch it? I don't watch 
that place. Okay. But I'm very happy for her. I mean, you shouldn't. I mean, you should be happy for Brandy, but the show itself is not good. So. But you know something? I was looking forward to the show, not because I want to watch it, but because I said, this is going to give Brandy an opportunity to put more music out because she's going to be <laughs> yes. you know, visible. And that's what the Brandy fans are really looking for anyway. So, so I was just like, okay, you know, all right. If we have to have the sitcom too, and then guess fine. what? Whatever it takes. And Brandy said, you know what? I understand that you all may not. I don't give a fuck how you feel about Moesha, too. <laughs> this song's coming out that night. The bitch put out the song on the day. She Begging was like, and pleading. let's just get to the point here. Let's just not even cut no corners with you hoes. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Be blessed. It's so good. And I was. I didn't even know. That the 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 show was premiering this week. Oh yeah, well nobody did because I don't think she's done too much promo for it. Like I haven't seen her, you know, making the rounds on any of the daytime shows or anything like that. But I don't know. I think BET just kind of thought, you know, with being Mary Jane off for the season, that people were just gonna be like, okay, well let's watch Brandy. But I mean, the show is just—I gave it a shot, but they use a laugh track. Are you serious? A fucking laugh track? Like a 90 that's sitcom what she's, laugh track? That's what she knows. No, it's, it's, no. If it's funny, I'll laugh. Don't tell me when to laugh. And they put it on every 30 seconds. When comedy started taking laugh tracks out, I remember this and I just kind of, I remember thinking it was weird. Really? Yes, because it was like, okay, well, that was a joke, but clearly, like, <laughs> Like, nobody laughed. laughs. It was just weird. <laughs> well, I mean, was- they overuse this laugh track too. Like, I'm personally opposed to them, but then they use it. It twice in every scene. Yeah, now when I watch a sitcom that has a laugh track in it, I it throws me off because it's just kind of like, well, girl, that wasn't that damn funny. <laughs> like, like, all these motherfuckers are laughing in the background. It's like, no, that. <laughs> no, we don't like that. Mm, that's not good. Mm, no, thanks. So, I mean, it's just not very well written and they... The gay assistant is so stereotypical and he's just out. He? He's just flaming and just so gay and just yes ma'am and I'm fierce and yes I girl and I am not I am in shot <laughs> you am in I am in shot no. so but you know I mean I don't know I mean I think if they cut the laugh track this shit ain't about that anyway oh right so but yes the, song. the song she put out begging and pleading is so fucking good it's really good I was trying to find a way to, to take it off SoundCloud and put it on my computer but I'm not that good with the internet cause oh I, I can never mind Wow, really? <laughs> I can point you towards the link when it's okay. available yeah, for purchase. Thank you so much. I'll I'll log on to Apple Music and see if it's available. No, yet. we need to support Brandy for real. Oh no, you're right. Like one thing about she, these yeah. these Brandy like stands because I don't even like stand for Brandy like that, mm-hmm. but I just recognize that vocally she is bonkers. Mm-hmm. However, one thing that I have noticed about Brandy is that she always has these very like enthusiastic fans there's just like ready to press you about her being the vocal bible and all of these things oh God, can we... and then her albums come out and it's just like so you know that it's in target it's in best buy it's on itunes <laughs> Walmart. Like, all you have to do is go and spend your money on it like you just you love 15 dollars so how great is she that you don't want to go buy the list? Like, I don't understand <laughs> that part so like hey buy brandy's music yeah i mean well Mm. The thing is, Brandy also, her albums. 211 was good. You didn't like 211? 211 was, it was all right. I'm not going to say it was good, but it wasn't wretched either. And y'all tried to talk up Monica's album like it was so good. What? Oh, God. Code Rouge. Yeah. <laughs> don't 
Code Red Bottom? Yes. Did you listen to it? You know what, Monica? I, I love you for identify. all time. I just can't relate. I, can't. I really love you forever, Monica. And that's really where I'm going to leave that. Okay. Yes. But amen. I mean, that's kind of how I felt about Brandy's album. But this song she put out is really fucking good. Like, it's a little different for Brandy, but I'm with it. And I hope she's going to continue in this direction. Look. After Human came out, I thought we may never hear from her again mm-hmm. because I know that like a lot of Brady Sands, I've heard like that album a lot. I don't. Okay. I felt like, you know, that may be it. And then she came with 211. I liked 211. I enjoyed it. I would really love for her to just make an album around this sound. I feel like people always kind of give us this real jazzy, soulful mm-hmm. sound, you know what I'm saying, with just some acoustics or whatever and just some old singing. Even though I know there's some bass in there somewhere, I feel like it gets a little ratchet. Yeah. But I would love just that. I don't really need Brandy to do like another Chris Brown record. And like no, I didn't need that. And I didn't need the, DJ the Monica do it. The, it all belongs to me. I didn't need her either. Like y'all can sing. You know, you. I don't really need, I will buy it if it sounds good. You don't have to like try and please these mm-hmm. kids. You know what I'm saying? Remember me. I was there <laughs> where you were sitting on top of the fucking world. So just cater to me. Mm, don't yes. worry about these little kids because they don't give a fuck about they disrespectful regardless. <laughs> That's true. It's so, hard to please the the young ones or the the current target audiences, but it's also hard for artists to put out music, I think, continuously and have people just underappreciate it and undervalue it, especially when they are so talented. Because y'all slept on Jasmine Sullivan's album too, and it is lit. Again. Can you please <laughs> it is again? So like good. and I'm sick and tired of this shit. And then <laughs> when these girls get they they finally get the y'all shine that they deserve. And it's so good. Then you want to compare them to the Beyonce and compare them to everybody else and get all mad like y'all hoes did. Did Lettucey when she wasn't asked to sing at the goddamn Oscars or wherever the fuck that was. Then everybody wanted to be Team Lettucey. Well, where the fuck were you when her goddamn albums came out and the helper was selling tickets to her fucking shows? Support these girls they can sing and stop acting like you don't know good music when you motherfucking hear it. Right. In great. <laughs> and I do hope if Brandy's going to, you know, do duets on this next project, I hope she does hook up with some of the girls like Lettucey and Jasmine and Fantasia listen. who are consistently underrated because all you hoes who can really sing, listen, having y'all's asses in the studio together. Give me that cypher. I know it's only like 50,000 of us who appreciate it, but I will be number one in line to buy your shit. Like, If you want one <laughs> bitch to talk about your shit... <laughs> Grab you some Jasmine and some Fantasia and get to work. Amen. Let me tell you something. Amen. And I don't want none of that Fantasia, Kelly Rowland shit that they did. No shade. That should have just been Kelly's song. (laughs) But I I just gonna let her come and Beyonce you. (laughs) Like, (laughs) It sounded like it should have been a Kelly Rowland song. The whole thing. I would have been like, damn, this would have been everything if it was just Kelly. But, you know, Fantasia definitely has her sound and her lane. And I feel like she and Brandy could get together and do something just fantastic. Just so pleasing to the ears. So. I think Brandy and Jasmine Sullivan did something together, though. I'm not sure if that song ever came out, but I remember hearing. I've definitely seen them in the studio or a video of them singing together or something like just bouncing runs off each other. I think I just saw like a clip of them. And even that I was mesmerized like, Lord God, please let these two come together.
and do something beautiful. I want it like, even if it's just a remix of the song that she just put out, I would love that. Well, if it ain't nobody but me buying your albums and going to your shows, then I promise you I will still be there, girl. Because I appreciate y'all shit just like I appreciate Adele and just like I buy Adele, what? I Listen, buy I was just about, <laughs> I will Adele the fuck out of your shit I will. if you come proper, miss. I promise I will. Do it. If I like your album, I will buy it and I will go to your fucking shows. So, apparently, Drake had a slumber party, and Lil Wayne and Birdman are good now. Are they working towards being good? Oh, it's nothing like getting your good girlfriends over, and everybody just and having just some Netflix and some carbs, and just talking about it. A little it. Prosecco. Right. A little, like, <laughs> a little cheese platter. Right. Some charcuterie or whatever it is. <laughs> With a little fancy just, meats and shit. Right. Get you some crudite or however you pronounce that heads up on the ipad or something and you just have <laughs> like a great games truth of dare and everybody picks truth and they all talk about it, and then it leads to like and you. everybody talks about feelings right truth so how did you really <gasps> hey, bitch, feel it just hurt my feelings that you would just do me like that bitch you like, just had niggas run up over you on my tour bus nigga like i know i was drunk it. but you didn't have to leave me at the club like that bitch Sometimes you just need to cry it out with your good friends and then everybody gets to move on and heal and, and go forward. So and good. And Drake is the one to get the job done. <laughs> of course. Of course. If you tell me there's a problem within Young Money, Drake's light-skinned ass has to be the one to come to the rescue. He has to. What? <laughs> He just looks like that would be his job. I could totally see Drake lying to both of them to get to come to Sunday dinner. Yes. Like Drake is the mammy titty. And then all of a sudden, like, a cup of lean falls over and it was actually <laughs> granddaddy's, like, great-granddaddy's bye, stash. Bye. No, like, all of these Benjis start falling over out of this fucking thing. Like, okay. I can just totally see that, like, the the lean cup would be the fan. Okay. All right. See, you didn't have to And crying that. and just being like, I'm sick and tired of this shit. I've been wanting to talk to y'all and I don't get to see y'all niggas at Christmas. Oh, we're getting to future. Oh, just like that little boy. I see what you're doing. So, actually, before we even get into that, there's just a couple of other things here. What do you mean? Oh, before we get into future? Sure. Do I want to? Never mind. I'm pretty sure I can figure it out. (laughs) Jaden Smith is the new face of Louis Vuitton's 2016 spring summer women's collection. Yes, he is. <laughs> and I mean, you know, I'm not mad at this. I'm not. I'm not I mad. I feel like I'm like almost obligated to have something shady to say. <laughs> Why? But she looks great. Like, I feel like. <laughs> I love this. I love that Jaden Smith is so comfortable in his self and his body and his identity that he's like, you know what? Yes, these clothes are gorgeous. And I don't mind being the face of this women's line. Like, I don't give a fuck how y'all feel about it. First of all, bank. Right. (laughs) I mean, because let Louis Vuitton call me and be like, bitch, can you model our dog collection? (laughs) Yes, I sure the fuck will. Give me some of your little sweaters. Absolutely (laughs) will. Yes, what? Put this shit on my fucking arm. I don't care. Please put yes. your Louis Vuitton pit bull collar. Get your my money. Neck. I'm not mad. And he's like fully like posing and feeling these skirts and this like <laughs> yes. these like these wool sweaters and sh- with fringes. Like he's into it. Yeah. It looks completely. He's focusing. He got his model face on, like them white girls. He's just all blank in the eyes and shit. Like... I want it. Like I feel like I should, and I just I can't be mad. No, I'm really not. And I know people are like, this is what happens when you let your kids do whatever. And Will and Jada should have been had them under control. Like, 
I think it's beautiful that Will and Jada let those kids express express themselves, themselves the way that they want to. Right. When they start exhibiting problematic behavior, that is when I will say, "Hey, somebody right. come and get these kids." The like at best or at worst, what you can say about these kids is that they're weird to yes, you. Yes, right. That's weirdos. it. And if that's all you can say about me and my kids, then I think I've done a pretty good job. I'm great. <laughs> what you can call them is felons, crackheads, incarcerated. Six feet under. Like, <laughs> these kids are successful. Willow and Jaden both are just out here doing their own damn thing and being themselves. And they look like they are so comfortable with who they are. I see Jaden every now and then at uh, Beats One, and he's just, first of all, his skin is perfect. This nigga, like, he glows. He's beautiful. I'm not joking. And sometimes he'll have on, like, I don't know if it's kilts or if he just has a sweater tied around his waist or what, but. He just always looks so comfortable with himself. And I just don't see how you could hate on somebody like that. I mean, when they're like richer than you and don't give a fuck, then I guess it's easy. I don't, yeah, I, don't. I mean, well, you see people who are richer than you and doing better than you and weirdos and still happy with who they are and don't give a fuck about your opinion, then. And I love Willow's music. Yes. I really love her. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I'm like, into them. With my hair, really, the rest of you bitches were put on notice right there. <laughs> like, when that nine-year-old like, girl came out with this banger. <laughs> and then at her, like, on her own terms, this child goes, you know what? I actually don't want to do this. Yeah, like, I'm I would prefer it. to just, like, be a kid for a little bit. And then she realizes, you know what? I'm actually not even into all that pop shit that you girls are trying to get me to do and all that kind of candy Nicki Minaj shit. I actually <laughs> just want to, like, sing about, like, flowers and why they bloom yeah. and, like, the fall time and drinking iced tea with my best friends. Oh, remember and, like, when she was at that show with SZA and the internet and Janae? Yeah, they did that bomb yes, song Yes, and it was so good. Like, I love that Willow just feels like she can do whatever she wants to do. And her mother... And father are right there encouraging her. Like, I just feel like that's such a dope family dynamic. Again, I'm going to, you know, I I I enjoy them and I also pray for them. Yes. Because it's real out here mm-hmm. and anything can happen. Niggas are just shocking the world these days. These celebrities <laughs> just disappointing everybody left and right. Oh, hell. And it's just like, you never know. But so far, I'm cool. Yes. So um, far, so good. But as far as you niggas and your opinions, I just want to remind you that a lot of you don't even seem to understand how child support works. And I feel like this is something that we really have to discuss as a people. Like, I'm working my way into the future story. Now... Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. I just really want you to keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen at home, that if you don't know how child support works, it's okay. You can, like, look it up. You can, you know, like do research. Mm -hmm. You can ask people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just open yourself up for the opportunity to learn something. And you will be, like, fascinated, blown away mm-hmm. about the way that it changes your mind and helps for you to, uh, uh helps you not to sound stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, so Future had a hissy fit this week. Lord, why, why? Uh, where he logged onto Twitter and expressed his feelings about some personal things. He said, um, let's see if this, what's the order? Here we go. Uh, this bitch got control problems. I gotta go through the, uh, bitch in question is Sierra. Um, I'm sure. I gotta go through lawyers to see baby future. Baby future is one word. 
The fuckery for $15,000 a month, which we're assuming is the child, child support. support order. Well. I just want baby future. That's all. I've been silent for a year and a half. I ran out of patience. Get ready for this classic. So Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know what to make of that last How did portion. we go from I just want my son get ready for my new mixtape, though? Like, what? Right. Is that what, what we're that the same thought? My nigga, what are you saying right now? Like, you couldn't even just space that out. You can wait for us like to actually tweet gather least. what you just did and said before <sighs> you start promoting this. Like, please, by all means, I enjoy the ratchetry. Why do men get so angry with when women take them through the court system and force them to be accountable for their children? Let me say this, though, because we have to just let's just infiltrate the story. <laughs> okay. Um, so they're saying that he has to go through, he's saying he has to go through lawyers to see the baby and all of this fuckery over $15,000 a month. Now, she apparently had a source tell E! News that, uh, he has not paid $15,000 a month. He hasn't paid anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and also that... She doesn't stop him from seeing the baby anytime, and he's just using this as a way to promote his music. Wow. Also, he says that he wanted the baby to be at uh, their home for Christmas. She promised to bring him and then didn't. At whose home? I guess his. At his, what, does he have like a fucking like mansion where each baby mama has her own wing wing right like what do you mean our that's what i assumed i just assumed like it was that and there was like a laboratory in the back and like a studio eight out of your nine kids i feel like you're all right so for me what this is giving is um situation where a woman leaves a nigga who's used to having control over situations like this. Mm -hmm. And then you can't control her because she doesn't need your money. Right. And then that's where you fucked up. Also is quite happy in the situation that she's in right now with her, you know, Mm -hmm. NFL Carlton Banks. And if she doesn't need your dick or your money, then what else do you have to offer? Nothing, quite frankly. (laughs) And so basically pay your child support (laughs) and you'll see your kid. You know what I'm saying? Like bad enough that she was out here dabbing and, you know, you know, drinking your your filthy Sprite while this baby came into the world. But also now you're trying to cuss me out and call me bitches because you didn't get to see this nigga on Christmas. Well, boo hoo to you. Little do you know oh God. that Russell baked us a very fine ham <laughs> for the holiday season. And I didn't feel like baby future, one word, needed to miss out. <laughs> he decorated a gingerbread house. They sat there together and glued on the gumdrops. He pieced the icing. each pineapple slice onto that ham. He baked the gingerbread from scratch. So you just don't want your baby to have gingerbread? That's what you're saying. Like, you just don't want him to have sweets. What? Oh, Lord. I feel like there are so many niggas like Future, though, who feel like, you know, just no matter what, you shouldn't actually force me to be a dad. Like, just let me decide in my own coked out time when I'm going to show up for my that's son. That's the part that confuses me, and that's where I'm having an issue. Because I feel like for, he told on himself as soon as he started the rant. Because the first thing he says is, this bitch got control issues. <laughs> and I said... <laughs> Nigga, this is very clear that you're dealing with one woman.
woman who you cannot control because she don't need you for shit. Like, it's very clear that you're probably used to getting different women pregnant who will fall in line when you tell them to. Why? Because you have money and they do not. You have something over them, some sort of power. They want the bottom of their shoes bloody and they want their fucking bags burking. And that's all that it boils down to. So if you tell me to shut my ass up and bring, you know, past, present, uh, if you want me to bring a loop, <laughs> rewind, <laughs> fast forward, record any one of these niggas over to the house, then that's what the <laughs> fuck I'm going to do because I want to have a white Christmas too. I want a sparkly mm-hmm. Christmas, in fact, right. and that's how I'm going to keep my shit rocking. Mm-hmm. Sierra ain't going to do that because Sierra <laughs> will buy her own goddamn jewels and keep what's-his-name's fucking wrist on bling. Right. So what are you talking about? I mean, and you have disrespected her so intensely. Like, we all knew you cheated on her while you were on tour and y'all were engaged. She was shooting fucking photo sh- uh, spreads for a bridal magazine and shit and the whole... She got them fake dreads installed and you were still out here fucking around on her. You put on your fucking album that you chose the dirty over her ass. <laughs> like, you've been so disrespectful. I don't understand why you think she would be like, oh, yay, future... Let me bend over backwards and accommodate my life to make sure you can see your kid whenever it is you feel like it. Like, no, once you've pissed me off to that point and you're not doing nothing for your child, then I might as well go through the court system. It would be different if you were there for your kid. But the whole first, like, eight months, all we saw was Sierra with her daddy talking about future don't really come around. And, like, first of all, I just imagine that future is, like, real rap daddy it's lit over here. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you right now. These niggas have every... They have Nick 1, 2, Junior, Pre-Adult. They've got all the fucking cartoons, every form of a Ninja Turtle, and the fruit snacks, all the applesauces. And every time I come over here, it smells like Tussin. And I just don't feel like I should be dealing with that as a growing boy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll see you around the holidays, perhaps. That's why God made FaceTime. I love you so much. Like, I feel like that <laughs> is probably his it. perspective. Like, are you really about to go to the fucking court system and try and battle it out for custody over this child? Because who's really going to give future full custody of anything? Your whole, Sierra? your honor. No, no. His album is literally <laughs> named after yes. his obsession with Nickasota. Yes, it is. So It is an ode to how much he loves drugs and how depressed he is and how he uses drugs to escape his reality. Like, nobody who's familiar with Future's body of work would say that he should be awarded custody you have over track a human titles. being. Like, you have track titles like Groupies. Blow a bag, the Percocet and stripper joint. It's just not like it's not adding up well for you on this side. And it's not even that I don't think Future can be or is a good father. I just think he's probably the type of nigga who's a good father under controlled environment for two to three days at the most. And then he needs to go back to his mama. Like I just would not let Future keep my kid for no extended period of time. But at the same time, you made this child. So you do need to help take care of him. And child support is based off the income of both parents. So let's so it's just, 15, let's back both up. Both of y'all are rich. Let's back up just a take. Okay. Can just we, just on just taste. on that I'm last just... portion of your sentiment, <laughs> okay. I just really want to focus on that a taste because I think that a lot of the niggas out here are very confused on this portion of how child support works. Child support is not government assistance. It's not something that, you know, it's the a person. It's government assistance. It's not a, like, <laughs> it's not something that you just sign up for because you can't take care of your baby it has nothing because i saw some niggas tweet some shit like 
a real independent woman doesn't take a nigga to court for a baby. She takes care of him on her own or some shit like that. What? And I was like, what the fuck does child support have to do with independence? <laughs> you feel like, okay, so you feel like because a woman takes a nigga to court to pay for and like financially support right. a child, meaning take responsibility for their role as a parent right. you feel like that is because the other person is is dependent on you it has nothing to it's about pulling your weight but of course mm-hmm. you wouldn't understand anything about that because you don't know anything about responsibility and your daddy ain't pay no goddamn child support so you know nothing there are no examples here right. for you to know how this works or why it works it isn't like a privilege for a mother <laughs> it's not something that you you so get fun. because it's fun to it is because you are supposed to be providing this child with financial backing right. so that he and she he or she can have what he or she needs to live and not just the basics to have the lifestyle that the child would have if both you niggas were parenting that child together so it's not just about oh well you know socks and drawers is two for a dollar down it that's not a that's not how it works it's not supposed to be oh well just enough money to take care of the kid to the point where it doesn't die like come on most of you niggas are not paying more than $500 a month in child support and $500 anybody who has ever taken care of a child will tell you does not even begin to cover the cost of a baby not for one like fucking month. Like, a girl, month. That's what I'm like not even a month. That's not daycare. That's probably not like if you including diapers, don't let them be on formula too. Like don't end up having to spend fucking thirty dollars a can on formula. But what do you know? Girl. Because you've never spent a goddamn dime on any of these and things. And that's just the money part of it. Do you understand how much work it is to be a parent? The the best and worst thing my parents ever did in my teenage years was having another baby when I was 14 years old because that was an eye opener like no other shit has ever been in my life. I realized then when you have to get up every 90 minutes to two hours because this infant needs your ass and there is no other way around it. <laughs> like, and you niggas are mad because you have to spend $350 a month and give it to your baby mama. She has to be there 24-7. She has to be present and active in your child's life and all you have to do is have $300 taken out of your fucking check and you crying about that. And Raise you your are- fucking kid then, nigga. And if you can't even do that, Girl. if you can't even pull your own weight and Girl. assume responsibility for that portion of parenthood, what mama in her right goddamn mind would want to just be like, here's your baby. All right, bye. You can have him. Like, why? Right. Why would I do that? I'm the one who's buying all these goddamn pampers. I'm the one who's spending all this motherfucking money. I'm the one who's waking up in the middle of the goddamn night. I'm the one who was there by my motherfucking self in the hospital. But you should just have this baby because he cute. Right. Like, oh, okay. Just, just right. have fun. As long as you come around twice a month. And the sad thing is that a whole lot of women would gladly say, don't pay no child support. Just come get your kid every other weekend. It's a whole lot of women that would be happy with that and would be satisfied with that. And y'all act like y'all can't even do that. And then want to be mad about child support orders. Like, do you know what it is to have a child in your custody 
24-7? Like, do you understand the sacrifices you have to make for that? Do you understand all the different ways you have to adjust your life in order to accommodate a child? No, you don't. Because your baby mama has custody. And all you do is go to work at your call center job five days a week and hang out with your friends all fucking weekend and then get mad that your baby mama has the audacity to ask you to kick in a little money to help take care of your child. And lyrically, all I hear you talking about is bitches and activists and some more bitches <laughs> and cars and your niggas. And don't get me wrong, I love it. But at the same time, like, where, what about this makes me feel like I should feel any kind of way about you? Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. At least Lil Wayne be talking about all the bullshit he buy for Regine every goddamn minute. <laughs> like, I and don't. Lil Wayne full of problems, but at the very least, he seems to be an attentive father who will do anything for his kids. And I, I would never not give him that. One baby mom. All the baby mamas be having <laughs> and they money. They all say that, yes. And be hanging around with each other's like, Nivea, bitch, where you been? Like they are good. They are like they are happy people. They are good natured women. You, you can't know. be a fuckboy and also expect for your baby mama to just be like, oh, here, you can do whatever you want with right. our kid. No, just, it, doesn't, it, doesn't it, doesn't that it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And if you can't even begin to pull your own weight in terms of, of paying the financial part of a child and just being there and being respectful of me as well, mm -hmm. then why would I? Like, girl, get out of it. And Tamar. Mind your Tamar Braxton oh, tweeted hell. some shit. Oh God! Oh God! Lil Duval said something dumb too. Like personally, okay, well, I don't even feel like Lil Duval's brand is dumb. So they don't. This is not a surprise. She says, "Cause, um, cause you the mama and y'all break up don't mean the baby is yours." What? I tried that. <laughs> give me baby. Give me my baby shit. Cause I was mad one time. He said, "Our baby, bitch." What? I just had to let loose on my homegirl because she wrong for that. And if you get called out, your name, except that even exchange, hashtag you wrong, girl. What? Of course, she deleted all of this stuff later and then acted like, oh, I'm just going to talk about my friends and Jesus. Gonzo, nobody, like, <laughs> even asked. Like... If I'm the only one financially taking care of the baby and physically taking the care of the baby, then I'll refer to him as my child if I goddamn want to. And even if I'm married and my husband is in the house parenting, if I feel like saying my baby, I will because I still birthed this nigga. So, bitch, what are you talking about? This doesn't make sense. And none of this means that you, if you mad at your baby mama or your ba baby mama's mad at you, then that means you have a reason for not taking care of your kids. It doesn't. If your baby mama is being unreasonable and cutting you off because your relationship didn't work out, then go to fucking court and petition the courts for joint custody of your child. Like, you don't have to just let it go by the fucking wayside. Niggas act like they don't have no options. You do. You want to be a father? Go be a fucking father. The men who want to be in their kids' lives will make a fucking way. If you have to go to court to do that, then do it. Like, if you have to establish your rights, then go do it. She cannot legally make you not a part of the kid's life. But most baby mamas do not want to take your money and deny you access to the kids. They want you to come help raise this nigga that you helped create and y'all act like she's asking for too much oh well my mama didn't have no help from my daddy so i turned out fine nigga no you didn't you sitting up here arguing on the internet about why niggas shouldn't have to take care of their kids you turned out terrible <laughs> god damn you're awful sis what, what, what? You no your about? mama needed some help and i bet your mama was tired as fuck your mama probably had to work two or three jobs and non-stop and taking buses and having to send y'all off with y'all grandma and babysitters and all this other stressful bullshit that could have been alleviated if your sorry ass daddy had kicked her a few hundred dollars a month or took you niggas occasionally but he couldn't even be bothered to do that and you blaming women niggas
All right. Well, speaking of rappers and children, uh, Tyga is apparently <laughs> Gross. in another pickle. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. So there's some 14-year-old uh, aspiring model slash singer by the name of Molly. A little white girl named Molly on top of that. Could not be more perfect. Couldn't it get <laughs> any It's better? a story. It's a story. So apparently uh, this young girl, well, news leaked out to OK Magazine or some tabloid about Tyga sending this girl messages on Instagram oh, and hell. trying to flirt with her, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. And so the girl comes forward after this leaks, quote unquote, <laughs> and she steps forward with Gloria Allred. <laughs> Did she really? Absolutely. Gloria Allred. So you came out the gates letting bitches know you wasn't fucking around. And Gloria said, rest your blonde head on these <laughs> mammy titties. I got you, girl. Say no more. She was hugged up. Let it all out, girl. So, and so this little white girl is on TV crying and talking about how, well, he did DM me. And I thought that it was really weird at first. And he, like, asked for my number. And I have to cry for a little bit. Hold on. <laughs> And then, you know, he asked me to FaceTime and I was like, I thought that, that was weird. And so then I stopped responding and I guess that was... Wait, so they start. didn't sleep together? No, apparently she never even met him. But she, he was inappropriately messaging oh, her. Trying like, to, trying to like, uh, you know, gross. flow with her. Because she, apparently she's saying that she believed that he was contacting her because of her music, but he never brought up music. So his excuse... All right. <laughs> I fully expected for him to come forward and be like, I don't know this little girl. I have never seen or heard of this little girl before. And she's just trying to get attention. No, no. He said, I've messaged her, but it was only because I thought that she could sing and I thought that she could do some work for my album. And, you know, really? I really wanted to work with her. Some random on Instagram? Really? You were going to put her on your album? So, oh, and by the way, he says she told her, uh, she told him that he, she was, <laughs> she told him that she was 17. So. Okay, I mean, it's still underage. I mean, that is still. <coughs> so, 14, 17, we'll take whichever age you give us, girl. But the fact is, she's 14. Even the 17, fine. So, you reached out to this child who is underage. Right, regardless. And you said to her, hey, you're beautiful, which is bad enough. And then also, let's just, let's, let's believe your shit. Let's just take Even though story. there's no reason to believe that. None. None. <laughs> not a fragment, not a not piece, not a shred. Bit. Not nothing. Not at all. But let's take it anyway. Okay. So you felt like, as a nigga who has already been in all of the soupiness of this bullshit with Kylie Jenner when she was a fresh 15 or 16 or however, whenever those fucking rumors started. Yeah. You have already been in the middle of this shit running to radio stations and trying to convince these people that you ain't a creep and all this stuff. Why would you at a, why would you even contact the girl instead of having your management or your agents or your label or somebody be like, oh, hey, hit this girl up. She has a really great 
right voice and I feel like she's talented or whatever. Right. You personally reached out to this girl who you know to be underage. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying, hey, I think that you're talented. Can I, who can I speak to? Can I talk to your parents? Can I talk to, you know, a manager? Who, who is an, an adult right. that I can speak to <laughs> about you working with us? You felt like it was a good idea Woo. to talk one-on-one with a little girl about her music and then talking about, oh, I only wanted to FaceTime her to see how her voice sounded. So you didn't feel like this 14-year-old girl or 17 in your alleged mind, you are you didn't feel like that girl had any form of a singing sample or recording anywhere for for uh for use for availability <laughs> online you feel like you had to FaceTime with this child in order to hear her voice Sh- listen okay. pack it up and ship that Stop shit back lies. to Sandra <laughs> gross I just alright nigga we're not you're not gonna get me to believe that I, it's no way because I mean and over Instagram of all things yuck you wanted to work with this young lady and you thought DMing on Instagram was the way to go about it like People who actually want to do business with one another do not communicate. I mean, unless it's sex business no, via Instagram DM. Don't no. get it twisted. There are a lot of people, artists even, that end up linking with each other through DMs and stuff on Instagram. Like, there's a lot of people who get into the studio it ain't because no, they hit the other person no up on Instagram. It ain't no rapper and no completely unknown. It might be Rihanna now, finding that's a not bad what I'm bitch saying. on Instagram. But. I'm talking about, oh, 2 chains sent Jeezy a, a DM or something like that on Instagram. <laughs> like, yo, I'm in, uh, I'm on Peachtree. Whatever. I mean, like, right. Niggas something who already like are that. aware of each other, yes, but you're right. not just pulling no teenager out of the depths of Instagram and putting her on via DM, my nigga. Ain't gonna try to... T- and you need to FaceTime her to hear her voice? That's that's what you're telling me right now. You thought it was appropriate to ask an underage girl to FaceTime you in order to ha- listen to her voice. Like, it's not a million other ways she could have done that. You might as well have just Snapchatted her a uh, little bag of candy and said, you know, I got peeps and Easy Mac <laughs> over at the house. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> like, I don't even... Well, he's lucky that it looks like he didn't actually break the law, right? Because if he didn't... I mean, I don't think that he did anything that's illegal, but he yeah. definitely has proved once again that there's something going on up there. And after, like, that whole shit with that nigga from Glee, Gross. that white boy from Glee, and that whole thing with him getting caught up in some some child porn shit... Like, oh, yeah, 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 Puck. I feel like a lot of us, I think that we need to start having a serious conversation about these things. Not because, not for any like sympathetic or, or empathetic, like nothing but just getting an understanding mm-hmm. of why there are people who are attracted to children because I don't understand it. For the, And another thing about like celebrities that I don't get, these types of celebrities, is that simply because you are, celeb- you are a celebrity, simply because mm-hmm. you have any corner of fame and some money, you could go out and get any one of these girls you see at the fucking club like you just being mm-hmm. tiger even though even though niggas already know you're a creep right. you could go to the club and score a beautiful woman just because you are him mm-hmm. so i don't understand why you're chasing around children or like it's gross. it just doesn't make any sense to me and i'm disgusted by it like 
Even if she is 17, you say 17, like, that's so much better. Like, nigga, you're an adult. And it was bad enough when you was fucking around with Kylie and she was 14, 15, and everybody knew it. But, like, the fact that you just went out and did it again lets me know you really don't give a damn. Right, because all them niggas was talking about, oh, well, you know, 17 ain't that even that far apart from 24 or whatever the fuck he was like. And I was like, okay, all right. All right. You keep telling yourself that. Here you go again. When so, I was 24, I thought fresh 17 out the box, was an infant. Stop, like, look and watch. I would have never talked to a 17-year-old when I was 24 years old. Like, Why would I do what that? What is this like, child going to do for me? What are you, a junior in high school? What the fuck do I want from you? I'm an adult. Like, I have a job. What do you mean? What? You're a baby. Bitch, I'm seven whole years older than you. What are we supposed to do at this age? Like, I couldn't date a 24-year-old girl, now. Oh, hell no. Please. I'm sorry. I don't even know what I would do with your ass. I just, what are we doing? What are we, right. What are we? Me and you. What are we? Are we even in the same generation? I feel like we didn't watch We're the not. same show. We're not. <laughs> we aren't. I'm not doing it. I can't do it. So this is gross. But niggas, is, I mean, I feel like men are always going to do this. They're always going to be like this. They're always going to go after young girls, and it's just never going to stop being a thing. And every time men defend Tyga and defend Bill Cosby and shit like that, I just think, okay, so you a rapey-ass nigga too. Like, that's like, really all it says to going me. Going after young girls is one thing. If you're, like, going on 40 and you're dating a girl who's, like, in her early 20s or something, I think that that's gross. But even in that situation, like, I feel like by your early 20s, you kind of know. Like, I feel like you can kind of... <laughs> tell what's going on in these situations. You're making a cognizant choice to right. date an older person. It may not be a smart or mature choice, but it that's because you're be. only 21 years old and you're exactly. not mature yet. And I'm still going to think it's gross. But for you to be dating a teenager, like, that is, that, nasty. that's just so gross. Like, right. I just, ugh, ugh. And knowing how underdeveloped or even if they aren't, even if they have the body of a whole grown See, like, woman, they, that, ha- they are kids, though. They're kids. I can't think about that. Right. Even, it's nasty. That is just so much. Okay. And the fact that people are actually, like, actively, like, into and looking for that kind of thing. I just really feel like people need to have serious conversations about this stuff before we're just like, gross, burn that nigga alive. Like, put him on a stake. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we need to figure out what that's about because I can't do it. Like, I need... Well, I think Ugh. it's hard to have serious conversations when people are still defending the men like they didn't do anything wrong. You're like, right. If you're still talking about, well, I don't know why they waited so long to tell on Bill Cosby and I don't know why they're trying to tear his legacy down and still spreading this NBC lie and all this other shit. Like, okay, girl. All right. Like, if you still, if you've read the deposition, which I know y'all haven't, but <laughs> if you've actually paid attention to the case and you know that Bill Cosby has admitted to doing this, like, I just don't even see how you could part your lips or fix your fingers to defend him but that's what you niggas are because doing because he's a black treasure and it does feel like no dr huxtable is a black treasure Bill cosby is as well like what he's done as in terms of his craft like in terms of comedy i feel like bill cosby is great bill cosby has done a lot of things for comedy in general but it is, like as a person mm. no not so much <laughs> like for him and what he does i feel like bill cosby is great but him as a person like Bill Cosby would hate 
I feel like 75, maybe 90% of me and who I am. So, <laughs> Well, really, in thinking about it, probably Cliff Huxtable would have been, too. Because as much as y'all like to pretend like he was your daddy, Cliff wasn't all I mean, that different from Bill as far as, like, his opinions of young, on young people and, like, pulling your pants up and how he would talk to Theo's friend Cockroach. Because Cockroach was, like, the wayside, right. like, the little young lost nigga and all this. Like his they name were, was Cockroach. Well, I mean, yes. But they were, like... They were kind of that 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 family too, like the black family who had they shit together and they had these certain standards and all this shit. Like, well, it was nice to see a family. I'm sure that didn't have to um, move on up or wasn't fucking scratching and surviving to keep their head above water. They were like, look at these niggas with good jobs, right? Oh my god, it was definitely a huge thing to see on television, especially you know at that time. It was like. I mean, I never looked at Cliff Huxtable as a father figure. So for me, it's not like, you know, I I feel that attached to the character. I feel attached to the show because it's something that I grew up on and it's always been like an entertaining show and a great show to me and things like that. And thinking about other shit, just like A Different World, Fat Albert, all this fucking like lots of stuff that Bill Cosby's done that is just great stuff. I'm not going to take that away from you because you're an asshole. Like, you're just an asshole. I mean, I'm not going to cry that you get in trouble for being a dumbass and doing horrible things. That you aren't a rapist, right? You could have done all this other stuff and still been raping women. I think that people have such a trouble balancing those two things out like saying good things about a horrible person makes mm-hmm. you it it's almost like people are so stupid that they can't differentiate those two things like i'm able to say i like x y and z but that person can burn in hell like this is like <laughs> because the fact remains fact i guess so many people if they don't like someone or you feel scornful or whatever you just don't want to say things but i'm not gonna act like that nigga didn't do great things for what he did it's just he's a fucking asshole like and he probably hates you so before you're so quick to like be like no they, they're this is a witch hunt. <laughs> like it's not, and and he don't give a fuck about he's you. He's not going to did. go on GoFundMe and ask y'all to raise no billion dollars so he can buy NBC. And no, he's probably not gonna go to jail for raping this one charge that he actually is facing. He's almost certainly not gonna go to jail behind that. But the fact I remains they're that they're just trying to kill him. I mean, I don't know if they're trying to kill him. Uh, I don't. I'm think surprised he's made it. <sighs> well. Mm. I really don't know how to feel about that. I just don't understand people who continuously look for ways to blame the women instead of saying, wow, okay, Bill Cosby did this and now I need to process my own feelings about him. Instead, you search for excuses and ways for him to not have done this when he's already flat out said that he has drugged women so that he could rape them. So I just don't even know what else you what else are you waiting on? What else are you looking for? I don't know. Peace of mind. Prayer. So, but anyway. So that's it. All right. I'm good and done. Amen. Let's take a break. Hey, y'all. This show's episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is easy to use and intuitive, too, for creating sites that look professionally designed regardless of skill level. There is no coding required. We use Squarespace for our website. This is three.com. And we didn't have to worry about Dexter or any of his laboratories coming to do nothing for us. It's super easy. And you get a free domain if you sign up for a year. And Chris Jean's going to tell you some more about it. I hate you. Building a website can be very 
very difficult for those of you who haven't done it before and you need something to show off your new business or your personal portfolio or whatever else you have going on, Squarespace makes it so simple by providing simple, powerful, and beautiful websites that look professionally designed regardless of your skill level with absolutely no coding required. And they have state-of-the-art technology to power your site and make sure it's secure and stable. You know you can trust in Squarespace because, like Kid Fury said, we use it and we've been using it for, like, I don't know, at least a year now. We Our love Squarespace. It makes life. it so simple. And Lord knows if I can use it, then absolutely anybody can. You can decide to sign up for Squarespace today and get your free trial. All you have to do is go to squarespace.com and use offer code READ to get 10% off your very first purchase. That's squarespace.com, offer code READ. To get 10% off, we thank Squarespace for their support of the read. And now let's go back to the show. So we're back and it's time for listener letters. It is. What possessed you to do that Mariah Lynn voice? Oh, actually, no. Mariah Lynn is a New York bird, but she has a sound, Southern sounding name. Are Before, we going to talk about that? I can't watch that show anymore. Why not? It is so stupid, Crystal. It's it. so dumb. Like, <laughs> at this point, it's offensive. Like, it is gone. They've gone way too far now. <laughs> Like, I feel like at this point, they're just doing and saying whatever. They are not trying to give no. you a story. No. They are just completely giving up all fucks of having, like, a show that makes sense. It doesn't really And I matter. can't do that. I just can't. Okay. Well, that's fine. I mean, at least, you know, like, Mendeecees is really going to jail. Remy's story is, like, right. real. And I enjoy Remy and Papoose, thankfully. But all of that Cardi B. and... Oh, I love Cardi B. Oh, God. Blackbirds on deficit. I can't do it. Them bitches. It's just, it's a lie. Do yourself and all this. It's just so much. I don't like when you lie to me. Why you got to lie for me? See, that's why I like Cardi B, though, because she was like, you clearly my nigga on the side. It's no reason for us to be lying. So I came to the club to see self and whatnot. And I said, why you lie to me, though? And so he was like, girl, shut up. Anyway, anyway, moving on to the questions. Send yours to asktherita at gmail.com. Our first question comes from Mariah, who says, I've been faced with this issue a few times in my life, and I haven't figured out how to address it. What do you do when your friends are working on a project or business that you think is trash? A friend of mine (sighs) is an up-and-coming, quote, fashion designer, end quote, coming out with a line of accessories that I don't quite like. And I think they are of poor quality. It's hard because we're good friends and we have pretty much the same circle of friends. I've tried to dance around this issue by never bringing it up. But he started asking direct questions like, I want you to model this piece. And when are you buying this, et cetera, et cetera. How do I tell my friend that his products suck without ruining a friendship? P.S. I went through the same thing last year with a friend's mixtape. Oh, I never have a problem being honest about those. Well, when you live in a city where people are trying to make it, and she lives in Chicago, so I I understand, like, everybody's hustling, trying to build their own thing, be an entrepreneur, be, you know, self-employed and all that, and I'm with it. I get it. Sidebar, shout out to Chicago for not ever, not at all letting Chirac happen. (laughs) Chicago's like... And I knew they would. No, thanks. I knew they would. They were not with the shits. <laughs> they did not come out. But they yes, um, I feel like, you know, true friendship um, is about honesty and it's about um, the ability to be very candid and open about things like this. Mm -hmm. You don't want to let your friend be out here looking crazy, sounding crazy, acting crazy, selling something that's not good, things like that, setting themselves up for 
you know, failure. Now, I don't know. I've never seen these accessories before. Maybe you're a hater. Maybe it's just not your taste. Maybe, you know, I really yeah. don't know. So I'm just taking this, you know, as you're saying it or whatever. Right. If you say you don't like it, then. Right. I'll just say that, you know, I imagine that it's not very good. Or but how do you saying. say that in a way that doesn't hurt somebody's feelings? I mean, I try to just be as, like, sincere and uh soft about it which is easier for some than others i guess i don't really know you seem very <laughs> set on the fact that this shit is trash right so it's like like, <laughs> like you, you don't want to wear it you don't want to buy it you don't want to support it in any way you are not trying to sugarcoat it in this mm. letter so i imagine maybe that's a problem for you i get it because you want to support your friends but you don't want to lie at the same time and big up some shit that you think is whack or ugly i just I and you don't want it to come out and then not do well and then your friend is like, well, what happened? And they're like, nobody seems to like it. And then you're like, well, girl, because it's not good. Right. <laughs> your friend be like, bitch. And so you waited for me to go down and get 500 of these shits made. <laughs> and, like, and now you go say, so it's best for you to just, you know, cut to the chase, right? And just yeah. be like, look. It's best to say so because if you just go along with it and hold your tongue, eventually you're going to develop resentment about it because you're going to be like, I went on head and supported this shit that I really just did not think was cute. And now and you wouldn't even be, I feel a way. You wouldn't even have a right to have resentment about it, to be honest, because you could just say, right. Cause at like any it. point you should have said, so listen, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I love you very much as a person. I don't want you to feel like I'm discouraging you from creating your art, but it's not my thing personally. Like, I'm not saying you're bad at it. I'm not saying your mixtape sucks. I'm saying I don't like it. Now, see, if you've never had a situation like this with your friend, with this friend or any friend or whatever, then it's very important for you to take the response for... I don't know. Be, take the response seriously. Like, make note of it. Because yeah. if you're a friend, if you're doing it like this, like we're saying, like, listen, I am very happy that you want to, you know, sell things or, you know, trying to get your entrepreneur on, but I don't really like these. Mm-hmm. Here are the reasons why I don't like them. Let me walk it through you and I don't want to hurt your feelings. I want to be there for you, but let's get this together. If you do all of that and your friend is still like, oh, well, bitch, see, this is why you can't, you know, are <laughs> displaying any kind right. of emotion that is not like receiving mm-hmm. of the constructive criticism. That's when you can just be like, well, now I know. The next time I'm gonna let you fall flat in your motherfucking face. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't. You couldn't handle the feedback that you asked for. Like, right. don't ask me how I feel about it, or you know, would I wear it, or whatever else. If you're not ready for the real answer, exactly. And you have to accept that everything you make is not going to be pleasing to everybody, and that could even include your closest friends and family. Like, right. everybody is not going to rock with what you do, but that doesn't mean if you're. If you're creating, that means you're creating for yourself. You're not creating for others. So as long as you're doing what you feel is true to you, then other people's opinions should not sway you you one way or the other from what it is you're doing. But because I was going to say, like, you owe your friend honesty. For me, if I'm doing something like that, if I'm doing anything and I ask my friends, oh, what do you think of this or such and such? And I, I take their opinions very seriously. But at the end of the day, if. I'm comfortable with what it is that I'm getting ready to put out or that I've put out or that I'm doing. I'm probably just going to end up doing it anyway. Right. So that's important as well. Like if your friend receives what you're saying and is like, okay, but he or she or she said the person he, said he. So the fashion designer. Yeah. If he is like, you know what? Okay. Well, you know, I appreciate your opinion. I'm going to do it anyway. Then that's fine too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Just that way you, he know that you ain't going to model his right. shit, but he's going to, you know, mm-hmm. do his thing anyway. And that's all right as well. But I don't think you should be 
afraid to be honest with your friends because mm-hmm. that's what friends are supposed to do. And sometimes I feel like y'all are asking, like, how do I say this without hurting this person's feelings? And you just can't. Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, there, there, there's no way to. I mean, you can say things with kindness and with love, but. If the message you're saying is ultimately like, I don't support this or I'm not a fan of this, then that might hurt that person's feelings. But that doesn't mean you need to lie about how you feel about it. Sometimes you're going to hurt people's feelings and that's just the way life goes. Right. You can hurt my feelings and I can still be appreciative of the fact that you, not that you hurt my feelings, but the fact that you were honest with me so that I could apply that to whatever it is that I'm doing. I mean, and if you sat down like a real friend and said, look, girl, I love you so much. Just this particular line, like I'm not with it. I just, you know, it's not my personal taste. Then as your friend, I have to accept that or, and you know, move on accordingly. So is these people who be out here looking crazy in the street <laughs> and wearing whatever and doing whatever sure. and they be out what with I'm their not friends not do saying is, nothing. Is, so what you gonna do instead? Go on Instagram and your friend's hideous designs and... <laughs> <laughs> And pose and feel ridiculous and end up being a meme or whatever. I wouldn't even be able to. Like, I would be like, yo, don't do this. (laughs) I love you. And I just feel like, please don't do this. Like, stupid. Some people don't care, but whatever. Our next question comes from Boris, who says, A few months ago, I bought a Beats pill and my friend asked if he could have it. I gave it to. I gave it to him because I knew he wanted one too. And a month later, I was going to the beach and I asked my friend if I could borrow it so I could blast all my ratchet tunes down the beach. And this nigga said he sold it. I know once I gave it to him, he was free to do whatever he wanted with it. But I can't help feeling some sort of way about this. How do you ask me for the pill and then sell it? How is it that you always wanted one, but then you turned around and sold it? And how could you sell it and then not give me any of the money from it? (laughs) Okay. I feel some kind of way about his boosting ass, but I don't know how to direct my feelings. Should I just leave it alone and charge it to the game or be petty and charge his ass for everything? Like gas when he rides in my car, electricity when he watches TV at my house, food when we get high and get the munchies, etc. Thanks for the advice and I love you guys. Oh, Boris. Oh, Boris. Look. (laughs) I would be like, really, bitch? (laughs) I would, too. I wouldn't even be petty. I would come right out and be like, so what you're telling me is. When you say petty, it sounds like you're being passive aggressive, which I don't rock with. Like, if you have a problem, come right on out and say it with your full whole whole ass chest. Like, you're angry with me because, or I'm angry with you because I gave you something that I paid for. And then you turned around and sold it. And I gave it to you because you said you wanted it. Like. If you wanted to borrow some money, you should have just said that. Like, right. why would you, I, like, nigga. <laughs> like, this if is I just, spent $200, $300 or whatever on this fucking Your friend is grimy. That's messy. That I essentially just gave to you. If you needed $200 or something, why didn't you just ask right. me and say that you needed some money? Why would you, first of all, lie or imply that you wanted this thing because you wanted to use it right. when really you just wanted to turn around and sell it for money? Like... I would feel like you stole from me, honestly. I would like, feel like you were deceptive in order to get some money when you could have just said, hey, girl, I'm in a tight spot and I really need a few hundred dollars. Can you help me out? Like, that would have been a way more honest way of having the conversation instead of being like, oh, hey, I know you just spent money on this brand new device, but I really want one. And then I give it to you and then you turn around and sell it like that would irritate the shit out of me, honestly. Yeah, I don't know what I would do besides just telling the person, telling them, like, look, that was. I don't up. think you should charge it to the game because you clearly feel a way about it, though. Like, the whole, just should I ignore it and move on? No, I don't think so. And I'm telling you that I would too. <laughs> so I don't. 
Just come right on out and say, yo, that was fucked up that you decided to take my shit and then just sell it instead of asking me for some money outright. Like, and don't ask ass. me for shit outside. And don't ask game. me for another motherfucking thing. I'll never forget. Well, actually, this was just like a few weeks ago. But somebody told me that like she or her friend was asked to send money down like back home to help pay the rent. And so she sent, you know, whatever it was, maybe a couple thousand. I don't know. And found out that the money was used to bail a nigga out of jail instead of helping to pay the rent. Like they said we need money to, for the rent. But in reality, somebody's badass cousin got locked up and they wanted to get him out. And so they knew the only reason they could, the only way they could get money was by lying about why they needed it. Like, that's a good way to get me to never do another motherfucking thing for you. Like, lying to me in order to get something out of me, that would piss me off so bad. And quite frankly, don't even expect to hear from my motherfucking ass for quite a bit. Right, like, because I'm going to be you needed money to bail somebody out of fucking jail, and I wasn't going to give it to you, then I just wasn't going to give it to you. And you knew I wasn't. But that doesn't give you the right to lie and tell me that you need money or whatever so that you can use it for something the fuck else. Like, that's the type of shit that, honestly, you could get your ass whooped over. So you should just tread lightly. Like, that's not cute. Yeah. You don't get to lie to people in order to get what you want. Like, that's not okay. So, our last question comes from Alondria. Okay. uh, Which I just made up. Of course you did. (laughs) And she says, I'm in a relationship with a wonderful woman. We've been dating for three months, and as most lesbian relationships go, we're already completely in love. Nice. We live about 90 miles apart from each other, but we do try to see each other every weekend. And we are not. And when we are not in each other's faces, we are constantly texting and calling. Sounds about right. We have not gone a day. It does. My God. Jesus, I've been here. We have not gone a day without talking on the phone for at least an hour. We've already said, I love you. I miss you. Started planning our future together. Like, come on. Work, Portia Stewart. Because of different commitments, responsibilities, and careers, we would not be able to live in the same city or together for at least another couple of years. This is helpful because it does force us to slow down and live in the moment and learn more about each other. But a few days ago, my lover told me that she felt we were too obsessed and codependent. She says this (laughs) because of the amount of time we spend together and talking on the phone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think at the beginning of every relationship, you tend to nest and want to be with and talk to that person all the time. Yeah, it's the honeymoon phase and doesn't last forever but even if it does is it horrible that you're actually in love with the person you're with and enjoying their company she says that she keeps questioning whether this is a healthy relationship or the start of one (laughs) listen these lesbians mind you it's not one-sided and all while she's saying this she keeps making future plans for us and making sure we have dates set for the next time we see each other and calling and texting all the time this plays into my hopeless romantic ideals but in no way do i expect to continue at this pace is it okay to be this obsessed with with each other this early or should we be trying to take steps to slow down oh alondria girl absolutely you have the floor and you know what's crazy is that like five emails away from this one, there was one from a girl who was like, I've been dating this woman for the past three or four months and she's already saying I love you and I'm so weirded out. Like, <laughs> so I don't know if this is Shalandria's girlfriend or just some other lesbian stuck in the same situation, but we all end up here. It always goes too fast. Lesbians are always so excited that they've actually found another woman who's single and she's attracted to. Like, it's just amazing. Right. And we just have this instant bond oh, and we move. That makes a lot of sense. We move way too fast and you see how they are 90 miles apart and still trying to make it work because that's how scarce available lesbians are like this there's no surplus out here um but i'm gonna agree with your with your boo 
I'm going to agree that three months yeah. is, even though I've definitely hard. said I love you at the three month mark. Just, Same God, here. Let's f- talk oh about my it. God, why? I was going to say, girl, I've been there. All right. I'm not judging you like from some <laughs> high horse, girl. I have been here. I've been there <laughs> and I've been wrong. And I've been the girl who thought, wow, this is going way too fast. We should slow down and be more reasonable. Like there's no reason for us to be planning weddings and kids names and where we going to live. Lesbians be like, let's pick out the bridal party. Like we're just, We're so ready to start our lives together after like six weeks. And I just can't, I cannot do that shit no more. Like, yes, y'all should, I feel like y'all should definitely be slowing down. There's no reason to be planning a future together at three months. Like y'all should still be in the getting to know you, trying to decide if this is something that we can build. You know, is the distance going to be too much type stage? Not like trying to fight to stay together. I don't even take your ass seriously until around three months, four or five. I just, I'm not. This is this is so lesbian. Like this is just such a thing that we do. And I, I'm gonna say yes. I feel like your 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 girlfriend is she kind of feels this way, but at the same time she's getting caught up in the fun lesbianness of it. And so it's like fun to make these plans and pick out your wedding colors and all this shit. But at the same time, you you know deep down inside that this is some shit y'all need to stop doing. You're gonna have feelings for somebody very very quickly. That happens all of the time. But I think that you have to be realistic in terms of like what love is, what it is Mm -hmm. to you, why do you believe that this is love, all of those different types of things. Because I think that a lot of times people will be like, oh, you know, I just love her. I just love him. I just have such deep feelings. Yeah. Well, why? Well, because he's just so fine. (laughs) She's just so fine. And we like be having fun when we're together. Oh, girl. What else? Like, what morally... About him. Like he tells jokes. <laughs> well, you know, like sometimes when the elevator door open, he let me go in first. And like he a gentleman. Like when the Chinese food come, he go to the door and he like give them a tip. <laughs> Bitch, what? <laughs> you don't know like, shit girl, about this nigga. Right? Like no. Calm down. Three months is is too early. And I know if y'all, me, if y'all lived I mean, and the girl in the other email who was like, We already have like moved in and we're living together. Absolutely. I don't know why lesbians are this way, but I would advise you to slow down. Um after the last like crazy intense lesbian relationship that I went through, I very much doubt I'll ever be this girl again who's like, okay, yay, I'm so in love and let's plan our future together, you know, before it's been in a whole season of y'all knowing each other. Like, just slow down and, and see where it goes. There's no point in like trying to force it or, or rush it in any particular direction. Nigga, I'm working on my motherfucking future still. This is a busy highway going oh, in one direction. We ain't got no uh, on or off ramps, bitch. I don't even know if I have time <laughs> to, in, to incorporate you into what I'm going on, what right. got going on here. But you stick around long enough, you get to know each other long enough or whatever. And I like you. And I think that it's very, like I said, easy to have feelings and get close to somebody very soon but this is one of those reminders that you get that's like oh shit this is moving really really fast Mm -hmm. like let's just kick it and cool it and that's necessary as well yes so that you don't end up falling flat on your face in some dog shit of feelings later down on the road where you thought that you were you know minutes away from the ring and the nigga was just kind of like well it's spring now so because it's like almost a guarantee y'all won't make it a year 
<laughs> and the vast majority of relationships failed. Good luck to you. LGBT relationships that hit that year mark, it's like you start fashioning your life after these hoes. Like they are make they're gonna make it. <laughs> Like, Those two right there. They are on something. I see it. They've got the they got the recipe. Right. Is that it? Yes, that's it. Send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey, Sharika, Clevon, Nam. This episode is being brought to you by Tristan Walker and the great people at Bevel, the first and only shaving system for men with coarse, curly hair, and sensitive skin. Listen. This thing is clinically proven to reduce and prevent razor bumps, discoloration, irritation, just overall jacked up skin and messed up stuff from raising. And that is just one of the reasons that nine out of 10 Bevel customers come back month after month. And up to 30% of all men and women encounter razor bumps as well. Let me tell you, you probably know something about it. And if you do, you like me, hate them and wish that they never existed. So if you haven't yet tried a bevel razor, I suggest that you get yourself one. Get one for your cousin, uncle, dad, whoever. It uses a single blade, which cuts hair above the skin, not beneath. So you can avoid painful ingrown hairs and all that ugly shit looking like you're on the goonies. Nobody has time for that. So start shaving smarter today at getbevel.com for 20% off your first month's membership. Enter promo code the read at checkout. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Use code the read, 20% off your first month. Discounts and free stuff. You love it. Go get it. Let's get the show continued. Hi, do you have titties? Then I have some news for you. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra is the most comfortable bra I've ever owned. It's super smoothing and invisible under every outfit. I recently found out just how important that is. (laughs) (laughs) The cups are made out of memory foam, so it molds to your shape to give you a truly perfect fit. Like, it has a tagless foam padded hook and eye. We all know that that hook and eye, when the stuff starts to wear down and it scratches up your back and you look all ridiculous, like, it's just, it completely takes care of that issue as a smoothing microfiber band. And so, you know, if you've had problems where your boobs were spilling over in your bra before or the straps slipped down and you constantly have to pull them up, then that means your bra size is incorrect and it's not fitting you the way it should be. So head on over to Third Love. They are offering you guys a free trial. All you have to do is pay $1 for shipping. You can wear the bra for 30 days, take the tags off, wash it, really run it through the ringer, you know, wear it like you would normally. We want y'all to get into it because we know that you and your breasts are going to love it. If you love it, keep it and they'll charge your card. If you don't, send it back and your card won't be charged. It's just that easy. And if you don't know your size, an online fit specialist will help you find it. So go to thirdlove.com slash read to get started. Again, that's a free trial offer at www.thirdlove.com slash read head on over there let them know crystal sent you and now Third love put your titties here all right so we're back and it's time for the read it is and i don't i don't really know if i have a read this week do you what's your read sort of okay i'm gonna sit here and decide if i'm gonna do one so this week, uh, for my read, um, it's actually kind of something that I've said or we've talked about before. But I figured, you know, it's a new year, it's the beginning, and I just want to start it off, um, start it off right. I just want to start it off with a message that I feel like we should just apply. This is going to be like a uh, an exercise. 
that I want some of you to apply to your life this year. White people, I want to remind you (laughs) that black love, meaning self-love, like black people, really not even self-love, black love in general, Mm -hmm. does not equal white hate. When black people celebrate themselves, love on themselves, when we, you know, shout out each other's accomplishments, when we say that black girls are are beautiful, that they rock, that they're magic, you know, we're not saying that white girls are all sour and rancid and should die. Like, that's probably uh, uh, an issue that you're having personally in your head. Now, are there black people who say that black's great and white ain't? Probably. That's probably how they personally (laughs) feel. And given the history of our people, how could you blame them? But 9.5 times out of 10, when someone says something to celebrate and uplift the black community, they're not trying to take anything away from you as a white person. And I think that if we remember that, if we hold on to this fact real, 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 real close, that we will like, we will avoid a huge fraction of bullshit this year because Mm -hmm. we as black people are constantly put in a place where we have to create things for ourselves, where we have to remind ourselves of our worth and we have to encourage one another and remind each other that we're beautiful, that we're important, that we, you know, are necessary and that our lives are important and all of these things because we are dealing with the society and with the people that tell us otherwise and treat us differently just because of who we are and the way that we look. So when we combat that by saying, hey, you look great, girl. Hey, black hair is awesome. Hey, our music is shit, whatever. When we say these things, or even when we call you out, when y'all try to act like, you know, the term bae was a thing from 2015 or <laughs> bruh was something that just started last year on Vine. Like, what? Like, like silly when you try to take the Harlem Shake and turn it into some other, like, some seizure bullshit. And you do all of these things that we have to remind you, like, hey, this is something that has, like, applied to this part of our culture for however long. Like, these are things that are important to us. They matter because we have, like, a long, long history of that type of stuff being washed away or not acknowledged or just us generally being treated like shit. So before you judge um, the next Black person you see for talking about how much they love being black and how great it is before you get all bent out of shape and assume that they are trying to say that you suck as a white person, roll back that guilty conscience of yours just a little bit and let them rock. (laughs) Let them have their thing. Let us do us and just chill. Nobody's trying to come and burn you and your mama down just because we think we're awesome. Like you should think that you're (laughs) awesome too, even though, well, clearly do. 
You know what I'm saying? But let us, like, that's all we're saying. It is just so stupid how many times we have to get into these race wars and these fucking black versus white arguments because a black person was just loving themselves and you took that as a threat. That's so stupid and it's a waste of time and it's disrespectful to, like, growth and progression and the the, the steps that we're trying to make mm-hmm. as a society. Just because you don't want to try doesn't mean that we don't deserve to live in a society that makes sense and is fair and cares about people regardless of what they look like. And furthermore, white people, please hold yourselves and each other accountable for this shit. Yes, you white man or woman who's listening to this shit and agrees, you need to not, don't just hold all of these ideals into your own spirit and being and feel like, yes, I'm the woke white person because I listen to the read and they say <laughs> shit about hair and not to touch it and all of this stuff and I totally agree. And I'm just like, no, you need to also pass that shit down to your racist ass mammy and your racist ass dad and your racist ass brothers and sisters and your racist ass friends and cousins and co-workers that say that shit in your face all the time and you sit there and you let them because what has happened is white people have white people hate black people so much that they have literally carved out a little segment of their community to place people who just understand that shit is fucked up in there and call you nigga lovers or what did I say <laughs> is the new nigga lover police hater or what is what oh, is I don't remember all this should cop haters and 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 black lives lovers and 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 leftists and <laughs> leftists all this whatever shit like Bye. any white person who is just like you know what black lives matter and you guys really like we we really have to do better like as a community we have to start treating these people better oh shut up we give all these goddamn monkeys this fucking welfare and all their goddamn food stamps and they just keep having all their fucking babies like what do you expect us to do like you <laughs> there and let these motherfuckers say this shit to you all the time and then they make you feel bad for feeling bad that's how much they hate our asses and you sit there with your fucking tail between your legs like oh well what am i supposed to do like no and recognize and call that bitch out for being a dumb racist ass waste to your fucking people like that's what you need to do is tell these motherfuckers hey you sound stupid and you're acting stupid and you need to get your shit together that shit is real pre-civil war and you need to get your your fucking mind right you sound stupid that's what you need so this is all that i'm trying to say when we big up ourselves when we say hey this little thing is for us because we deserve something for us and we you know are tired of being made to feel like we're not important or we don't fucking matter or that we're disposable or whatever we're tired of being guilty before anybody asks any motherfucking questions (laughs) we're just sick of the shit you know what i'm saying and we are now placing ourselves on a pedestal because you're not going to do that. White Mm -hmm. people, we can't do it by ourselves. It don't matter how many of our kids and sisters and dads and brothers and moms that people kill just because they black or just because they feel like you up to no good because you're black. We can literally walk out in the streets and be like, hey, this shit is fucked up and something needs to be done about it. And nobody gives a fuck when we say it. Like, you have to start being, you know, responsible and taking accountable for the shit that's going on within your race. You really have to because nobody gives a fuck. When we say these things, we're just complaining and we're a bunch of ingrates. And we, you know, are taking all of this money from the government just because we're black. And, you know... We are ungrateful for the fact that, you know, we were brought over here and we got Jersey Shore. Like, what the fuck do you want from us? Shut the fuck up. Like, tell your friends and family and them that they need to get their motherfucking minds right and do that. That's your project this year for the 2016, right, folk? 
hold your your <laughs> racist comrades accountable for their racism call them out we can't do the shit for our, by ourselves they don't give a fuck about us they don't respect us <laughs> so you have got to do that shit reel their asses the fuck on in and let them know what's popping speaking of racist comrades have you heard about this shit going on in Oregon no this wait are you done or was that oh I'm done okay so it's funny that you mentioned that because I was thinking about whether I was going to talk about this today. But then I thought, you know, people already know how I feel about this. It's this armed militia of angry white people who are upset that the federal government convicted two arsonists and is sending them to prison. And so they've decided to take over this federal facility in the middle of no fucking where where they are and. That's it. Like, they're armed. They have said that they're willing to kill or be killed behind this shit. Like, they're really ready to die behind their land. And as far as I could tell, the feds are staying out of it, like, asking the local authorities to handle it. And the local police are on the news talking about it's time for y'all to go home and go be with your families. And this is ridiculous. And everybody just pack up. Like, there's no sense of urgency about this which is crazy because it's a group of armed grown men overtaking a federal facility now it looks like a fucking cabin okay it looks like they harvest harvest like syrup in the backyard it doesn't look like you know a city building but it doesn't matter the fact is that it's federally owned like and controlled and yet y'all are there with guns and nobody is acting like this a big this is a big ass deal like Setting aside the fact that white people have decided to come fight over land that they stole in the first place, like looking past the fact that y'all are ready to die behind some shit that you stole and is not rightfully yours. The fact that a bunch of white people with guns have overtaken a facility and they have not been shot to death and the National Guard hasn't been called in and the police aren't spraying rubber bullets and pepper spraying and tear gassing and all this shit just goes to high highlight the very real differences between how white Americans and how people of color, specifically black Americans, are treated by the police. And this is the shit that I'm always fucking talking about. Since y'all don't seem to have the decency to treat the rest of us like this. I mean, and y'all are shooting rubber bullets and tear gassing peaceful protesters who are coming out and saying, hey, it's fucked up that the city is allowed to murder black people and don't get in fucking trouble for it nobody gets charged nobody's facing any sort of penalties it's just like what the fuck ever open season on niggas and so people are coming out and protesting that and you are calling on the national guard like ordering in tanks and shit you got niggas coming in in full-on militia gear like it's world war three in this bitch but let white people with guns go take over a federal building and it's let's talk about this and let's be reasonable and let's all sit down and and have hot chocolate and and pray over it like y'all so full of shit if you gonna treat us like that like if you're gonna shoot at us and 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 bomb us and shit and go terrorize neighborhoods and all this other bullshit like you're gonna cause a general fucking uprising because black people are peacefully protesting then you damn well ought to be doing the same shit when white people are pointing guns in your face and you talking about let's be reasonable it doesn't make sense that a white woman can point a gun at police officers and say shoot me and be taken into custody alive It doesn't. When a black boy was shot within two seconds of police arriving on scene in a park holding a fucking toy gun in a state where open carry is legal anyway. Not that that applies to children. But if you thought he was grown and he was holding a gun, then that's well within his legal right. But we all know that the law don't apply to us the way it does to white people. And all I'm asking is for a little equality. 
If you're going to fuck us up, then fuck them up. Because you're clearly not capable of treating everybody with kindness and respect and thoughtfulness. The way they're handling this bullshit in Oregon, I don't think is appropriate. I think y'all should have been, went in there with guns and shit and told them ass, told them motherfuckers to take their asses home and get the fuck off your property. But if you're going to sit here and be patient with them, then sit there and be patient with everybody. It's, I mean, it's really that like simple. that's all I'm asking for. And you and you bring this shit up and people and, and when white people defend themselves against the government, it's like a good thing. It's like, oh, yay, stand up for your rights. Right. We're not taking this shit. But let black people come out and peacefully, legally protest. And it's thugs and criminals and what y'all doing out there. And you ain't got no job anyway. And all this stuff. like, what the fuck is this? How is it y'all are allowed to do this? And we not. It reminds me of. Like in historical context and even in current context, when government leaders would say, OK, well, listen, wars and fighting and shooting don't solve anything and violence is never the answer. It was when you were doing it. It was when you used violence to come over here and wipe out the people who lived here and stole their land. It was when you swung by Africa and, and snatched our asses up and brought us over here to build your fucking country for you. It was every time it was convenient to your agenda. So how come it's not now? Like y'all full of shit. Well, you know, NBC and like Esquire made a did like a poll. Oh God! About oh God! You know, the angriest Americans being whites and Republicans. <laughs> well, I mean, and and angry about what? Because you finally being ex- exposed for the fact that you stole it. Niggas you having had. pride. <laughs> First, we let you read, bullshit. and now you it's think you bullshit. know everything. Like, God damn, it's so blatant. Like, it's right there in your face for anybody who's willing to pay attention, and yet they act like it doesn't exist. And I just cannot be silent about that. So, fuck y'all. Well, that's three. Yes, that wraps up this episode of The Read. Check out thisistheread.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at This Is The Read. Do you have any news this week? Um,. Yes, I have a show on the 16th. All right. That is a week from Saturday. How are you feeling? Here in New York. I'm excited. I think that it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be random. Yes. Um... I'm going to, you know, be a complete ass. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a good time. It will. There's a couple of tickets left. If you would like, you can go to KidFuryLive.com to purchase them. Be at the SVA Theater again on the 16th here in New York City. So hopefully it goes well and you guys enjoy it and we can do a few more of them and that whole thing. And so, yeah. Amen. Diving headfirst into this stand-up game. Congratulations. Starting 2016 off just like pal. Hey. Why not? Why This is is the time. Just come out guns blazing. Exactly. Congrats. Hey, thanks. So I don't think I have anything. I don't have any news really. Mm-hmm. Do you have an acronym this week or? Um, nah. Are we off acronyms for 2000? What are your New Year's resolutions? <laughs> <laughs> we could do that. It's um, the first episode of the year. My, I'm keeping mine real simple this year. It's like. Stay true to the game, count my paper and keep my hoes in check. No, Trina. Like, <laughs> I'm talking about like adult shit that I should have been done in my life and I just haven't like keep your laundry done like every week and clean your house every night make sure your dishes are washed oh definitely <laughs> like don't go to don't don't go to bed with dishes in the sink and stuff like that i'm actually trying to get much 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 better at my sleep cycle i'm like almost 100% nocturnal at this point <laughs> <laughs> 
like dead ass like a fucking owl or a mouse or something like i really hey if you have any suggestions on how to convert your sleep cycle into something that is more adult and responsible please feel free to give me some tips well i mean do you force yourself to wake up at a certain time every day i can't do it like if i'm tired and i like it's I have to, like, have to be somewhere. Yeah, you need to schedule something for yourself at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning so that you have to get up and go. But, see, that's the thing. Almost never do I have a situation where I, like, <laughs> have to be there. Because I'll schedule, like, for instance, I started trying to, like, schedule uh, training sessions or something. Yeah. Like, the gym, like, early in the morning. And I'll just be like, oh, God, well, that nigga will be all right. Like, I would just, like. <laughs> oh, with your trainer. Like, send a text like I can't come. Like, I would just... But don't they charge you for that? I don't feel like people understand how <laughs> great bed is. Like, I think that it's underrated. I, mean, I just really you, love it. If you canceling on your train at the last minute, he's charging you $10, $15 or whatever that is, and you're just like, oh, well. Well, you never, I never got charged extra money for doing it. And I didn't, like, make a habit out of doing it. Mm. You know, I did it, like, maybe once or twice, and then I would just start scheduling them in the afternoon. But I can't, like... Yeah, that's my thing. I'm trying to wake up, have a normal sleep schedule and like be way more on top of everything. So that's what I'm trying to do this year. I get around that by scheduling my CrossFit workouts like first thing in the morning. And if I if you cancel within 12 hours, there's a 15 dollar cancellation fee. And so you like have to be there. Right. I mean, either that or pay the 15 dollars. And I'm just not going to do that. I'll try something like that. So but I mean, whatever works for you, you know, try to figure it out. Good luck to you. We'll see what happens. So acronym or not? No, I'm going to think of something fun, something else fun to do at the end of the episodes, maybe. Perhaps. Okay. Well. I just, that's my way of saying I don't have one. But we'll see what happens <laughs> for the future. All right. Well, in that case, we'll see y'all next Goodbye. week. Goodbye. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you.